The CJ Radio Show continues now on 880 The Biz. Here are your hosts, Johnny Irish. So he did take care of my Bubba Gump money. He got me invested in some kind of fruit company. And Corey Morgan. So then I got a call from him saying we don't have to worry about money no more. And I said, that's good. One less thing. All right, welcome back, Bloomberg, and thanks for sticking with us. We know it's been a long week. It's a late night. The markets are crazy, but we have been on point tonight, and we were very proud of who we had on and the opportunity we had to really be educated and learn from, from their industries. As you know, we went through data security and protection, data erasure, and that is across the board globally, then cyber defense globally, cyber warfare, but now we're going to change the game because we're never one-sided here. Maybe Maddie the board up, you know, we've seen it happen a couple of times, but what we're going to do, we're going to go pro AI now. And when we think about it, you know, we've been talking about all this data security, erasing the data, but what happens when your car's stolen, your child's kidnapped? Now, all of a sudden, artificial intelligence comes in handy, right? It's a catch-22. It's the yin and yang of the world that we're going to have to figure out. We are lucky. We have Emra on the phone with us right now. He's the co-founder and CEO of Cooch Technologies. And let me give you a quick uh, synopsis before he's on to explain it himself. Um, This is computer vision that processes any visual data, microscopic to satellite, the CCTVs to medical imaging, drones, etc. And uh, we're really lucky to have him. I know he's a really busy guy, so let's get right to it. Corey, how are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm Ron. It's Corey Morgan, co-host. How are you tonight? Good, good. How are you guys? Yeah, good, good. Very yeah, we're, we're, we're literally having such a great conversation, but it really has on being, you know, the protection side of all this. And uh, on the flip side, you're going to come in and say, you know what, this is going to change our world, and it's 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 for the best. So, Please tell us what's going on in your world and, and how you got involved with this really quickly. Yeah, so we um, uh, privacy is definitely a concern, and we've been uh, we've been talking about this for many many years now, and it keeps us up at night. But the fact is, um, AI is becoming part of our lives as we move forward. And what we do as Chooch AI is we're we're a computer vision company. Uh, so what we do is we clone human visual intelligence into machines. Uh, so if you're a, a biomedical expert and you're looking at cells all day and counting them and trying to identify them, what we do is we take your capability of doing that and we put it into a machine so you don't have to do it anymore. Uh, and then we pro- proliferate. So one person becomes you know, a thousand or a million. You can basically uh, proliferate to infinity. And similarly with other things like aircraft, engine parts, basically anything visual that humans do today, we can take and we can put into a machine uh, so that the machine tags the same way that a human would. Uh, so basically, this is what we're doing. It's visual AI, mm-hmm. and we work with some of the major themes are spatial, uh, healthcare. Uh, we're doing a lot of security and uh, safety as well. So how would that work, like to say combat wildfires? Uh, that's one of our projects, actually. So today, wildfires are detected by humans. Basically, okay, there, there seems to be a fire somewhere, and uh, they, they see some smoke, and it's too late by that time, usually. Uh, so what we're doing is we're uh, processing 30 million images every 15 minutes from satellites and drones, 
so that we can send back that information to first responders and send them email alerts or, or text alerts. So humanly impossible to do. You would need thousands and thousands of people looking at this imagery uh, to detect uh, wildfires from space. And uh, that's basically what we're doing. It's one of our major projects uh, that we've been doing since 2018. Like you also mentioned healthcare, um, you know, sometimes I feel like, um, you know, our audience or just the general public doesn't really know what's going on behind the scenes. So healthcare, it's wildfires. What are the main AI technologies currently being developed to make us safer and help us move on a daily basis throughout our lives that we might not know about? Yeah, so it's really early in, in AI development to be you know, perfectly straightforward. It's, we're, it's sort of akin to internet 1993, 1994, like it's just starting and like you, you can browse a few things, but nothing like substantial as it is today. AI is the same way. It's very, very early. A lot of these components uh, don't work out of the box. Uh, so it's not like, oh, AI is here and like, it's a, it's a new computational tool basically. And it's, it's kind of horizontal today. Uh, so you, t- you take computer vision, for example, it's kind of horizontal across verticals. And then you also have uh, other things like NLU, NLP, which is natural language processing and natural language understanding. And then you have audio as well, uh, speech. Uh, these are things that are being developed across those verticals horizontally. And what we're seeing is, you know, we're seeing incremental increase in these. I think what we're doing is this will be a this will be 20, 30 years of development and we'll see it uh, basically come into our lives very, very quickly in many different fields. We're seeing it today in, for example, the home pods like Alexa and Google Homes and whatever. We're seeing it in self-driving cars. We're seeing it across some uh, enterprises as well. It's so it's not very consumery right now. And that's why people, I think, are very confused about this. It's more enterprisey, and uh, it's across enterprises, their back ends, uh, using this technology to do uh, better data analytics, data crunching across those different verticals. Uh, real quick here, let's just take a step backwards. Let's do a little 101 um, before we jump into some of the details. What is artificial intelligence exactly, and how does it differ from like machine learning? Great question. Uh, so artificial intelligence is the entirety of a new computational method. Uh, machine learning is one of the one of the methods underneath uh, artificial intelligence. So artificial intelligence is it encompasses the, the entire gamut of of this new computational method. But machine learning is part of it. Uh, so if you're talking technically, yes, machine learning is, is the best way to talk about it. There are two components to machine learning. Um, one is training. So you need to train an AI. And then the second component is, are the predictions. That's called inferencing. Uh, so if you don't train the AI, you don't get any inferencing predictions. So in machine learning, you, it's, it's kind of branched out into two things there. And to train it, you need to provide labeled images. And that's what we do as TrueJI. We provide, we, we, label, we label the images saying, okay, this is a, you know, a, a certain type of cell, or this is a certain type of acid on the ground. And then uh, the, AI learns it, and then when it receives new information, it, could, it can tag those things. Okay. And that's really what, what AI is about today. And it's a, it's a regression tool. It's not really artificial intelligence. 
that's kind of a misnomer. Mm-hmm. It's a new computational tool. Mm. And I wish they would have called it that because artificial intelligence gets people kind of edgy. Yeah, it's and like, it's does artificial not, intelligence even exist? When like, you say artificial intelligence, I think Terminator, you know, literally. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, that, and, and that's not where we are, and I don't think we're going to get there anyway. Yeah, Skynet, I mean, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a new computational tool. Yeah, the computation, it's, it's stronger than old computational tools, which are like, you know, normal algorithms. Mm. Uh, what this does is it does multiple algorithms in a linear regression, so it can make um, predictions on certain things. And a prediction is just a tag, but it's just computation. It's a computer. And so, I, personally, like, we're in it. We're practitioners in AI, and we're saying, hey, there's nothing to be afraid of here uh, mm. at this stage because, like, this is just a new way of computing and actually, we have no we have no choice. Um, it's like rejecting electricity. Yeah, or right. Rejecting, yeah. Uh, rejecting a car. Like I'm not going to drive. And that happened back in the days, by the way, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, well, people were against like uh, electricity. I mean, people were against cars, and they wanted to keep the horse and buggy. No, to be honest with you, know. you it's like rejecting the internet, yeah. as he said, ninety three, ninety four. Exactly. Yes, it is. It is. We we have no choice yeah. as humans, as our this community, this country, the world. Because if we don't take this on, like there, there's competition, and this is all about efficiency. And if we don't become more efficient, others will, and you'll lose. So, and when you say that, you're not even talking about corporations. No, you're talking about, about continents and countries. Well, trying to be right? the AI superpower. A lot of people think they are. They're going to take our technology exactly. and then move on. Exactly. It's it's between countries. It's between communities. It's between organizations, companies. Companies especially, they need to be very mo- much more efficient, right? Mm. And those who become efficient will take over the market. And that's why you see this race with like, self-driving cars, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have um, people, you know, these, they're pouring billions into self-driving because the moment you have the self-driving car, you've taken over that market and you've taken over the entire lift market as well. Yeah, also so one thing we that. had we had touched on this and not to take you off your topic, but we had touched on this a, a couple of shows ago um, regarding the self-driving cars and the technology, the infrastructure on the actual highways where the cars can talk to each other and know, all right, you know, this guy just switched lanes because it becomes much more than the car, in my opinion. It becomes the environment that the car is driving in. And that exactly, has to be exactly. smart, for lack of a better word, as well. Like a smart highway. Exactly. Am I wrong exactly. on that? It, it, it's correct. So what we're doing on the self-driving car uh, part of this, and it, a lot of this is visual AI as well. Mm-hmm. So remember, like you have to teach the car what's around, like what, is a, what does a pedestrian look like? What's mm-hmm. a stop sign? Like what's this, what's a tree? Like is that a rabbit or is it a cat? And it may not make a difference, but the more detail you have, the better it can, um, it can d- discern between things. So uh, these cars that you see, they're collecting information, so visual data. And that visual data goes into, um, it go, it, it's annotated, labeled, and then goes into a training system. Mm-hmm. And then the training system goes back and it's deployed into the cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, it's, it's like the circular thing. And right, the, the highways need to be uh, smarter, but it's really, about, it's really the cars that need to be a lot smarter and need to be talking to each other. And that, that exists today. Like the science of that exists. The problem is, how do you get that you know, through the engineering? And then how do you make a product out of it? And then how do you distribute it? Yeah. So the science, it, this, the science of this, guys, has, has existed for about 30, 40 years. 
Mm-hmm. So it's nothing new. Yeah. But how do you really deploy it? How do you engineer it? And then you create a product out of it. Yeah. How do we perfect it at this point? You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing we've been, you know, and this is how, why we were introduced and, and the point of tonight's show and the individual segments is uh, we came into this as, you know, everyone's collecting our data and how do we do? Um, but one thing that we had a discussion, I know Matt and I, my board op here, we were just talking about it and we mentioned it on the earlier segment, is in regards to Alexa. Even though she's listening to you, she's not listening because it's an evil thing. She's listening because she needs to learn those words. It's, it's more educational for her than right. data sharing. Am, am I correct with that? It is, it is. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we have the stigma against AI because we call it AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like, that's not what's happening here. Of course, what happens is this is, it's a very powerful tool, right? And so what people are really afraid of here is some people having access to it and others don't. So mm-hmm. kind of like the haves and the have not, and then the haves kind of like take over the world and do evil things. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we really need to do is create equality on the availability of AI to everybody. Um, and that, I think, that you need some sort of checks and balances there so that, okay, I have this tool, but okay, the, my, my neighbor also has it. So yeah. there's a certain check there. And uh, I think that's, you know, what, and, and honestly, it's totally, totally for our efficiency. Mm-hmm. We are highly inefficient right now. We need to become more efficient, which means creating more welfare. It creates more welfare for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go back to this uh, thing where, where uh, London has 500,000 CCTVs, yeah. 500,000 yeah. cameras. New York has 9,000. And like, why did that happen? Well, it was because of the IRA. Oh, well, you IRA just, I, you London read my mind. You read my mind. Right. Yep. And they go, hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to put up these cameras. They put up the cameras, the, the bombing stopped. So mm-hmm. I'd rather have a camera than a bomb in my neighborhood. And that's the, that's really the reality here. And, you know, whether they're looking, you know, viewing us or like, uh, um, uh, you know, listening, that's, that's a different case. But I think, you know, th- those types of stories we need to put out there so that people feel safer and, and adopt. Uh, yeah. And, well, and, and, I, I don't want to get into the CCTV thing because that's when we get into facial recognition and, and that brings us back on the negative side, too much information and, and lack right. of privacy. But on the pro side, and this is my opinion and, and what I would see would be valuable for the world and, and our country and municipalities. Um, when you have the likes of a Tesla, is doing what they're doing and now everyone else is trying to catch up ford hyundai i think that information even though these companies are competing with each other for a consumer for a self-driving car or that i can park itself or you know it's going to automatically slow down i think all that data that it collects should be open source because guess what we just collected all that data and it's good for the consumer so ford can use it too you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and a lot of these companies are doing that. Um, so you have OpenAI, for example, and uh, that is like a consolidation of all these different tools and, and information and data mm-hmm. that people collect from different companies. And Tesla's actually part of it. As Chooch, we're also opening up our data sets. So we have 200,000 pre-trained classifications. Uh, we have over 115 uh, models running. and that that's also open to the public so you're right about that that should be it should be public it should be back to this equity 
Yeah. yeah. It should be, I mean, that should be mandatory from the government. You know what? You collected all this data with a consumer's car that you're just accessing. It's not even your own car anymore. You sold it. And that should just be, and you know, I'm not saying to reveal trade secrets, but if there's a pothole on the 836, share it to the Ford and Hyundai people. Everyone should know. Everyone should know. Because that's good. There are positive externalities on that. Yeah. And that creates welfare for everybody. I have a quick question. Um, Yeah. Why Cooch? How'd you come up with the name Cooch? It's it's Chooch actually. Chooch. Chooch. I'm sorry. Um, I'm yeah, sorry. So. <laughs> Cooch is something else, but Chooch is uh, Chooch is a is a mixture of uh, choose and search. Ah. Um, it's actually the, it's actually the future of search, um, and uh, because you're going to have these glasses on the future, uh, and that you'll be able to understand what's happening around you in more detail. So you look at a you know. Uh, something you're eating and it'll tell you how many calories there is in it and what's in it and you look at like a car it'll tell you where you can buy it or like all the details of it yeah, so yeah. It's kind of the future of search and it's also it also means dummy idiot in uh, in an Italian dialect uh, only for the people that say it wrong though right <laughs> <laughs> and AI is a, is, a, is a dummy it's it's a it's a poor reflection of humanity and uh, that's all there's also like that kind of uh, play on words on that so uh, that's what. That's why we call it. So, so let me ask you a question. Um, I hate to say artificial intelligence. Can computational intelligence compete with human intelligence? And or what are the ways that they that they can't? What are we finding out? Yeah. So it's a that, great question. So what we're looking at here is very basic computational capability that's that's akin to like human understanding, but very very light. Uh, so computer knows, oh, this is an apple, this is a pear. And that's all it does, it just tags. The way it it becomes more intelligent than a human is because it works 24-7 and you can proliferate it. So that's where the whole thing is. It's not smarter than a human, but it works 24-7 and you can just basically, like, it scales to infinity. Uh, So that's where it's, better than a human, or better than human. Uh, it's like a calculator, a very, you know, humans know how to calculate too, but it takes us some time to do it. And we do it one person at a time, or we can do one task at a time. Here you have these things can basically do it in 0.01 seconds and like, it's all over the place. So in that sense, much better than humans. On the other hand, it's not really that deep in intelligence because we, I mean, we're very complex, you know, human, human, we're, we're very, very complex beings. What the machine is doing is, is basically one or two layers of, uh, of computation understanding. And we're nowhere near that, probably not for the next 70, 80, 100 years. It only knows what you feed it for the most part, correct? So it behind it, there's always somebody putting in data into it. Exactly. There's a human putting data into it or some stream of data coming in. And it's not intelligent in the way it assesses it. it. It just gives you tags or like alerts. It doesn't have. It doesn't really understand context that well, um, and it, there's there isn't that type of understanding. So mm-hmm. we don't have to be afraid of that. Okay. What we have, what, I guess we what we have to be concerned about is okay. Well, you can do this, but you can, this, this AI can be like you know you can basically scale to infinity now. How do you think quantum computing is going to change that? Quantum computing is interesting and like at very early stages of that too. Uh, so uh, remember AI, like all, all these the deep learning frameworks, machine learning, uh, 
they require a lot of um, uh, compute power. And this compute power didn't exist uh, five years ago. This is very, very new. And it came on with the GPU servers, which are graphic processing units of NVIDIA. And basically it was for gaming. They developed these chips for gaming and then suddenly they saw, well, oh, you know, this is, this is interesting. We can also use it for this type of computation. So that kind of increased the onboarding of AI. So the one was the GPUs. And the next stage of this will be the quantum computing. So if I want to run millions of models at the same time, then, you know, you need that type of compute power to do that. I think that, you know, that's one of the limiting factors today. And you do you know, many, many layers of computation. Let's say we do a Chooch AI, we do image classification, object detection, segmentation, facial recognition, authentication, and all that kind of stuff. You put these in layers and you put it on a machine, it, it, it's very heavy for the machine. So to be able to get to the next level of that, yes, quantum computing is, is uh, quantum computers are going to be crucial for it to get to better AI. Now, tell us about your company a little. Um, who is your target audience? Are you government, main industry? I, I mean, I doubt, you know, the regular guy would call you up. Or are you more research and development? How does it work? Yeah, we're, we're, we're a B2B, we're an enterprise uh, uh, play. So um, we're based out of Silicon Valley. What we do is uh, we, we clone human visual intelligence into machines. So, and that's across many, many verticals. So we, we do have government clients, but we also have many, many commercial clients as well. And a lot of our clients are uh, looking for these types of solutions to increase the efficiency of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say, uh, you know, check-in or uh, uh, the understanding movements in, uh, in the operating room, uh, basically uh, for compliance, for safety, uh, does everyone have their ha- hard hats on? Does everyone have their gloves on? Mm. Um, and so it's stuff like that where you have compliance issues. And so we're working on a lot with that. And also the researchers for uh, the drug discovery as well. So basically being able to understand the, uh, the different cells, what's happening in these biomedical labs and understanding um, the, the interaction between different elements over there. So it's really, you know, uh, B2B, healthcare, uh, government geospatial, uh, and security and safety is, is really what we're doing. So and, you guys, uh, you guys do a lot of reaching out to these organizations and saying, you know what, guys, here's the technology that you need compared to them saying, hey, do you have anything new today? Am I correct with that? Well, it, it's usually people approach us with their problems already. Oh, uh, gotcha. So they already have a defined issue like, hey, I want to I speed up the check-in process. Or, hey, I need my OSHA compliance where, you know, people, I need to make sure everyone's wearing their hard hats. Let's, mm-hmm. let's take I a step back on that manual. note. Um, just sorry, I want to take a step back because there's one thing you briefly mentioned that I was intrigued about, uh, movements in the surgery room. Yeah, yeah. So... When does the surgeon walk in? When does the patient come in? Um, when does anesthesia start, stop, drape up, drape down? What goes into the surgical cavity? What comes out? So all that kind of stuff is what we're doing as well, yeah. Mm. And that's, that's more, it's, it's compliant. So, and, and also sharing best practice. So yeah. you might say, okay, well, you collect all this data, and then they do number crunching on them, and then basically say, hey, there's something going on here which can be practice all over the place so yeah able to understand those points and to bring it to market you know and i know a lot of our audience as soon as especially uh, you know our guys in the northeast as soon as you mentioned osha it's uh, 
got you. <laughs> now I understand. Now we need you. How do we get a hold of you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, tell us. We're running out of time here. We definitely want to have you back on, as all our clients, Corey, I, and Matt, and the station itself. We're very lucky to get really educated individuals and successful people like yourself. But for the audience, our OSHA customers and listeners, how do they get a hold of you? And, um, you know, tell us. The, the floor is yours for a minute to uh, just tell everyone who you are, what you do, and how to find you. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Thank you guys for this. And basically, we're Chooch AI. Uh, we're a visual AI company. Uh, we clone human visual intelligence into machines so that humans don't need to do it anymore and you become more effective at doing it. And gotcha. we're Silicon Valley-based. Uh, we're in uh, San Mateo. Hello at chooch.ai, www.chooch.ai uh, is where you can find us. Uh, reach out. We're, you know, we're very open people. We're trying to educate you about what AI is all about and see how it can help you with your enterprises and make you a more efficient, productive company because you need to get on the train now. Yeah. And the, the, the reason is because if you don't, the, your competitors are. Mm-hmm. And it's 100, 1,000 X more efficient depending on your use cases. Now, if they uh, mention so 880thebiz.com, do they get the 20% off discount? Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Huh? Just... <laughs> Anything for you guys. All right. All right. Amrat, thank Amrat, you so much for so taking much. the time with us. I, and I know I, I've been speaking to your people. Uh, I spoke to you, obviously, earlier in the week. I know you're a busy guy and it's valuable time. And Corey, myself, and Matt, we again, thank we you. can't thank you enough. It was really fun and educational, and we definitely have you back. Have a great evening. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Matt. Really appreciate it. Uh, The pleasure was ours. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. As we told you, we were going to bring you segments. And, you know, one thing we love doing, we've discussed it ourselves, having four guests come in with different topics, the same same industry, but different sides of it. I mean, we went from data security to data erasure, cyber defense globally, and then back to pro-AI. I mean, that, that could not be a and more folks, perfect show. And if you have ideas for sure, or there's something that you want to hear, go to inquiries at cjradioshow.com. And don't forget the Twitter account, at the CJ Radio Show. That's and, right, uh, folks. You can contact us anytime. You guys drive safe. Enjoy the rest of your night. And, uh, you know, Jimmy in Connecticut, put the scotch away. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the CJ Radio Show on 880 The Biz. Join us next Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern or catch the replay on Monday night from 7 to 9 p.m. here on 880 The Biz, where money talks and the CJ Radio Show is getting real, staying relevant, and increasing revenue.